So, D, how you been? You're man, right I've been magnificent, dog. What you do, man? What you man, do I just came back from vacation, bro. I was up in the mountains. Master Nutton, what up? James Madison, what up? Harrisonburg, what up? While you were on vacation, I was doing due diligence, trying to see our new demographics, where we're hitting and everything like that, you know? Yeah. I'm just trying to see who's the new number one to see what music I got to play. Yeah, well, yeah. number one in America now is Virginia Beach. They came back. Number two. We hear hometown. What's good? Number two, Atlanta. You know why? You know why? They got that Henny chilling on Ice Force. Wow. I played that. We had to play that K Michelle. They know. That, shout out to K Michelle. If anybody, anybody can link me to K Michelle, I just want to have a conversation with her just about this song. That's all I want to talk to her about. I don't care nothing else about her and the and the rain and the rain shit. That song too. I want to talk about that. Those two songs. That's it. It could be the shortest interview in the history of interview. I just want to talk to her about those two songs. Number three is of course Wichita. We're holding it strong. Number four is Minneapolis. Okay. And number five, I don't know if we had anybody out there, but San Francisco. Hey. Okay. Okay. So that's. And- a- and we don't we don't put these things out to discourage anybody. The fact that y'all even hear us in other states is amazing to us, and we appreciate every single one of y'all. Whether it be one person in Wichita and three, I don't give a fuck what the numbers break down. The fact that people in other places other than here in Virginia Beach are hearing our voices, tuning in every week, going about their day first, listening to us, is a blessing, dog, and I appreciate every one of y'all. So, that is in America. Oh, wait, wait. Because we have, and I want to say this number first, on four different platforms, which is, of course, the home base, Podomatic, then Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Okay. This next country, now America has top. Okay. Okay. America has top. But this country has downloaded us 288 times, okay? I'm going to let the music play to give you a hint to see what this country is, all right? I'm going to just let it build up. Hey. 288 downloads in this country. Okay. And if you know what this song is, and if you know what it's about, okay. you came to the right Let's spot. Go. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm grooving, y'all. Let's go. Mm. This shit feel like... feel like something, dog. I don't know what it feel like. It might, be, it might feel like a barbecue, fam. The number two country downloading This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spratt and D. With 288 downloads combined. It's Japan. Hey. Okay. Fuck it. Oh, let's go. 
Rashidi. I don't know what that means. Okay. Yeah, yeah, talk that shit. Hey. She said, but this shit kind of fired up. Oh, okay. I don't know what she's saying, but she might be dirty macking. Might be some dirty mackage here. I hit. Okay. Yeah, you like this? This shit kind of hard, man. I can't pronounce her name. It's like Mariah Takuchi. Shout out to her. <laughs> I'm not going to fuck it up. Shout out to her. This shit came out in 1983. Thank, okay, cool. I thought this was current, and they were just rock with the 80s out now. But that's cool. This shit hit. Mm, 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 mm. Welcome what? to This Ain't a Podcast featuring Spread. Oh, I'm D. And, uh, Holy shit. Yeah, it, you know, after last week when we had Very to really special. just get to the shits. Um, oh, we got shits this week too, but we yeah, we're going to keep that on a minute. Very special, uh, yeah. But the boys off of vacation. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. I'm not going to call you daddy. I didn't but ask you to. Let me see here. Where we? You know what? Let's just get all the um, all the stuff from wrestling out the way because I mean we got some more freaks and geeks, people. We got some more weirdos. They can't keep their fucking hands to themselves. We got some more. Okay, who else do you want to add to the list before we get to the two that really stuck out? I saw that old boy was released. Both of them. Laguerre. He was going to hit. They kicked Laguerre out. He, he done. Sammy Guevara. Sammy well, we, we Guevara. Gonna get to him in a we going to get to him in a second. He's got his own little thing. He got to step up to the plate and get this beanbag in the face. Hey, wait. Yeah, I, I was going to let you rock on that one on your own. God damn it. But Joey Ryan was released. God, get him out of here. 
he was released. The other guy, I, I can't think of his name right now, who we were talking to. Gero? Yeah. Yeah, WWE released him too. No, 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 no. The other guy at Impact. The the guy that was with him when that story I was reading last week. Uh, Your girl Tessa got released, but not because she's a fucking weirdo herself. Spitting on people and shit. But let's get to let's get to the guy. I got uh, Sammy Guevara. We can get to him right now. At one point, Sammy had dropped a picture of Ricochet when he had long hair and sort of compared that to Sasha. And I said, oh, that's not really funny. Didn't think much of it. So I wake up the next morning and I see Twitter is just. That's Monday. It's Monday morning, right? Yes. Okay. It was Monday. Wake up Monday morning. And Twitter is just full of Sammy Guevara hate. So I'm thinking, watching Sammy and Sasha go back and forth, that they were mad that he called her a man. But, no. Clip dropped from a podcast that he did about uh, four years ago. And it was horrible. I, I, I got it here. Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Charlotte beat them both up. Bro, Sasha Banks. Oh, oh my God. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Uh, sort of. So, yeah. Wait, 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 because <laughs> we can't let that fucking host get off there. <laughs> this nigga heard what he said. It was like, oh, you had a tryout? No, 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 no. That's not the important part of that, that conversation, my G. The important part was where he said he would rape a person. I immediately read that, and I said, oh, he... He's out. <laughs> AEW's, he's got to go. Like, e- even if it was four years ago, you said rape. You said you wanted to rape somebody. Rape. That, no, that's it. I don't care how long ago that was. That's inexcusable, right? Later on that day, I'm guessing he had got a hold of Sasha Banks and I guess through various connections. But AEW, AEW, Put him on suspension indefinitely. I'm trying to pull it up here. You know what I wish these promotions that have TV time would do? Speak on the shit. Oh, uh, I I guess you're wondering. Well, I was going to get on Tony Khan and him in a second, but I guess we can speak on them because... They they like to act like we don't know what's going on. We know. And you know we know. He they just got him out of his match and let let uh Matt Hardy fight one of the dudes from Proud and Powerful. Santana, I think that he fought. Tell us why. Tell us why. Don't sweep it on the rug. Don't try to save face for him. Tell us why. I wanna know. I don't know what's happening. What happened? How come Sammy ain't here? I want to see Sammy wrestle. Where's Sammy at? But why? Why this? Why this motherfucker? Uh, why this motherfucker? Uh, what's the dude's name? Matt Riddle jumping off the top rope this week. Oh yeah, they definitely let him just slide under the rug. What's but, happening? Yeah, I want to hear about it. But here is Sasha's part. She says uh, earlier I spoke with Sammy. He apologized and we had an open discussion. Words like the comments he made jokingly are not have absolutely no place in our society. 
I don't condone or tolerate this kind of behavior. What one thinks is just a side comment can have a massive impact on someone else's life and can send the wrong message. We have to hold other, ourselves accountable for our actions and the words we say, and I hope this situation shows him that. I hope from this point on, in order for growth and change within our community to take place, we all can continue to have these conversations. No person, man, woman, or child should ever be subjected to feeling of fear, to a feeling of fear or any unsafe environment. We all have to do better, not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. Sincerely, Mercedes Bernardo. Okay. Oh, and I want I want to be crystal clear. Shout out to her for that. Her real name is better than the shit that she got now. Shout out to her for that because she didn't have to do that. But I'm calling bullshit on that because what else was she supposed to say to the public? Fuck Sammy. She could have. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you why she couldn't have. If he was in WWE, then maybe, yeah. I don't fuck with him. Keep him away from me. Cool. Maybe she would have said that in private. He's not going to be anywhere near her. Yeah, but there's a she, lot of people in that she, locker room. I know you that. Can't, you can't. She couldn't say the real shit because they're in rival organizations right now. Well, I, Who are very much fighting each other. Well, I believe that she's still, because was FTR like really good friends with Sasha and Bayley? Yeah, that's NXT people that came up. But yeah. they're AEW, they're in AEW now. I know a few other AEW name like Big Swole, she was, she's really close because of her husband's really close with Sasha Banks. Yeah. So there's a lot of people in that locker room that easily could, but if I, she said something, they would easily back her up in AEW's locker room. I, I get it, but... What else was she supposed to say? Yeah, because, I mean, because af after all, let's be real. Sasha's a black woman. If she would have said what she really wanted to say, the shit would have flipped, and they would have attacked her for attacking him in a moment of weakness. I'm sorry, but if you come to defend somebody who clearly said they wanted to rape Don't, me, did you did you not look at the, the the replies to shit on Monday? Oh no, I saw them. They're out there. I saw them. And they're proud of being fucking idiots. I saw them expose yourselves. God bless, God bless Sasha because she held her tongue and put out the corporate happy statement. I don't know. Expose yourselves. Show the world who you really are. What she really should have really said was, don't fucking say my name anymore, you fucking herb. You fucking clown. We're not even on the same level in any sense of the word. I'm a multi-champion. You sing Chris Jericho's song when you walk out to the ring. You're a glorified hype man. What are you? What are you talking to me about? What do you even say my name for, dog? You were at a tryout. I was going to my locker room, nigga. Well, here's his response here to that. Okay, um, I just wanted to get on here real quick and just say uh, there's going to be no vlog today, and there's going to be no vlog for a while. I'm gonna. Take a hiatus from social media in general. Um, I just want to apologize to anybody I, I let down, to Sasha, to anybody I hurt with my words. Um, you know, it just sucks because 2016 me is not me today. 2020 me would never say those kind of hurtful things that I did in 2016. I used to think it was funny to do some kind of shock humor to pop the room I'm in. But um, with this anger. Oh, cut that bullshit off. 
Cut that bullshit hold off. Hold on, hold on. No, no, cut, that, cut that bullshit off. No, no, no. We're going to let him, I want to let him keep digging. I, uh, I thought it'd be funny, man, to do, do that kind of humor, this, this, uh, shock, shock humor. And, uh, it, it's not, you know, I learned along the way. A lot has happened in four years of my life. I know a lot of people think four years is not that much time, but if you look at how much has happened to me in my life, they go keep digging. in the middle of nowhere in Texas, Use the wrestling all around the world, wrestling in different countries, wrestling on TV, uh-huh. or AEW, it, it, so much has happened to me in four years. And one of the things that's happened is, is, uh, is me growing, man, as a person. Um, mm-hmm. I understand now that the words I say can impact people more than I'll ever understand. They can hurt people more than I'll ever realize. And uh, that's why you will not catch me saying these kind of hurtful things now in, in 2020. Uh, 2016 me is a very different me. And that's not an excuse. I still said those things, and I'll still pay for those things. Um, but that's not me. You know what that says to me? You know what I heard? You know what I just heard right there? What's that? Oh, shit. Y'all caught me saying some stupid shit. 2016 me had about $37 in my account. 2020 me got some bread, and I'm on TV. So you'll never catch me. Catch me saying those things. Yeah, I bet we won't. Even if it was like for shock value, get this nigga the fuck out my face. Why would you throw that word? Why would you say that? Why would you just say, "Oh man, shock value goes straight to"? I'm gonna rape this black woman. Sasha, mad gorgeous. I should have went up and there proposed. I mean, yeah, that's still kind of creepy, but you didn't say you want to rape her. Yeah, shock value goes straight to. Oh, let me rape this black woman that I see right here. Like, come on, man. Like, let's let's go straight there. You're on a public platform, by the way. I hope you know. Hey, bro, he would never admit to saying that about Charlotte. You think you'll say it about Becky? He wouldn't admit to saying that about any other white female superstar in WWE. Now, I used to watch his blog a lot um, when he first got started in AEW just because I wanted to see how he was as an individual because I was still learning who these people were, that they were big enough, you know. And he would have his girlfriend on there um, every now and again, and she would sort of talk about her reaction to things. I really wanted to see her with him in that moment just to see because she always had something to say um, when it came to like Black Lives Matter and, and stuff of that nature, too. I, I just wanted to see what she was thinking about in that moment. And once again, I said this last week. Why aren't these people being vetted better? Yeah. Because what he was on, I guess this was a wrestling podcast. Yes. So I'm sure other, and this is not a little wrestling, this is a wrestling podcast I'm sure other wrestlers hear. Yeah. So you're telling me for four years, people heard this. I'm sure Sasha knew about it four years ago. But nobody had, nobody had anything to say until now about why this was fucked up. Come on. But he is he is suspended. They're gonna donate his cut of what he's missing out on. They're gonna donate his paycheck. I don't know how long he's gonna be out there. I don't know if it's gonna be a few weeks. Yeah, which that 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 part I like that they're donating it to uh, like a woman's right group or something like that. Uh, glorious. But don't let this motherfucker be back on my TV in a month. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I think it would be better if they had released him. Yeah, this is one of the situations where they had to release somebody because 
What happens when he comes back into that locker room? Like I said, she has too many hitters over there at AEW that you that that rides with her. I'm gonna tell on you on a like, personal level. I'm gonna tell you like this: if Brandy Rhodes isn't a part of the decision making for him to get out of there, like I said last week, she don't have no damn power. She thinks she has power. She don't have no damn power. She doesn't have. I don't think she has any power. I really don't. Because if you notice, the people who have power, they're the ones that are maneuvering as such, and she's doing. A YouTube show where she, she has play power. Yeah, it's like I'm the wife of the guy with the power. Yeah, which I, I wish it was different. But you can't tell me as a black woman, him saying that because it doesn't it doesn't just matter about what he said. It was who it was towards. So for you to tell me that it doesn't matter that a, for you to say that and a black woman hears you said that about another black woman, and he's not out of there. No, no, boo. You don't have the power you thought you did. Yeah. And your boy, your boy Tony has been real. He's still quiet. Now you see why I was mad last week? Uh, yeah, I do. You see why him I and Cody do. both. So we got two in a possible in yeah. AEW right now. Yeah. But he still hasn't said anything. Said hey, birthday to Brandy. Um, has been promoting that show left and right. But he has not said a thing about what's going on. Just, just to say, hey, we don't condone that behavior here over here. Um, we pride ourselves on actually having a locker room full of people, and those who have committed those acts will not be a part of this. Nothing, not the corporate answer. Nothing hasn't said a thing. And hey, keep it a buck. They got smacked last week in the ratings, and I want to know why because they still put out a better product. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But they got the shit smacked out of them last week. We'll get to that in a second because that's minuscule. Jim Cornette has responded to all of this going on. And we already told you last week why he's a sick buck. Oh, thank God Jim Cornette is speaking again. Oh, but I got it queued up here, all right? Speaking of invisible germ droplets. Well, pause that. Pause that. That was a hell of a way to start a fucking recording. Let let, let me tell you something. Jim Cornette, if he wasn't racist and sexist and homophobic and transphobic. He's just a disgusting human being. Yeah, but, but. Holy shit. But let's just, uh, let's just keep this going. Going on. Uh, despite all of the virus and the COVID and all this stuff, they're still trying. Um, but. I thought this was supposed to be the product of wrestling having been cleaned up over the past few years by all the the, the wonderful, dedicated people and the inclusive people and the, the good people that have gotten rid of the bullying and the abusing and the assaulting and the all the stuff that we had back in the 80s, apparently, that I've heard about. All that old carny stuff, they call it now. We never talked about people being carnies in the 80s, but now they talk about all the carny stuff. It's what I guess they come up with buzzwords. But, Brian, I've heard for a number, this is past several years now, how just how rotten and crime-ridden and drug-abusing and infested that wrestling was in the 80s, how everybody was horrible people. It didn't go anywhere. The, the, the fabulous moolah was crucified for being a horrible person. May she burn in hell. Um, it, the business was just so dirty and dark and sinister back in the 80s in those carny days. Like and now we people. finally progressed that where there's 
There's none of this dirty, despicable behavior, and now everybody's clean and nice to each other, and women are equal to men, and everybody plays video games, and 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 drugs are bad, okay? Um, and we're finding out apparently that that's not the way that it's it's been. You would and know. I am not going to talk about anybody specifically because now everybody's going, oh, Cornette, well, you were involved in it. <laughs> well, I was involved in the shit back in the 80s. I just got drugged downstream with all this shit this year. Uh, I was standing on the bank when the fucking flood came. But without even talking about any specific case, the biggest thing that I'm seeing from reading what anybody has said from reading about any account or accusation or whatever is the ridiculous over the top amount of effort and coercion and time and this campaign that some of these people went on to systematically continually browbeat or, or bully or harass somebody into fucking around with them or the links they went to, or the time they put in at the bar, and the fucking, the whole effort of this thing. And I'm saying, what, this sounds, they talk about my generation of pro wrestling being so wild and wild west and no rules and improper and unprofessional. This sounds like the biggest goddamn high school fucking drama that I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. That's that's what he thinks about it. He thinks it's high school drama. Yeah, because Jim Cornell is probably raping girls in high school. He's just a sick fuck. Like, I don't understand how this dude... I, I don't know, man. He said more, but I ain't trying to big up his show on my shit. Like, no. If you ride with Jim Cornette, one, kiss my ass, and two, you go on there. This isn't how we do things over here. I saw a rumor earlier last week that Big Show was probably one of his guys. To bang his wife? Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. I don't oh know if that was true or not. I just saw that name floating around for oh a bit. Oh my God, Paul just... White. You put the fucking hammer to home, girl, didn't you? That's fucking gross. But, like I said, I can, ne- I can neither confirm or deny if that story was true. I just saw the name floating around out there. And right before we get into AEW versus WWE, Tessa Blanchard, little, <laughs> that little something, that little, little triple clap having Jezebel, fired from Impact. Well, she wasn't fired. Mm-mm, she was fired. No, she wasn't fired. She was fired. Her contract ran out. No, yep. her contract goes into July. No, I heard her contract went until Monday. I'm reading an update right now. Her contract was to run into July. She was fired from Impact Wrestling. Because she did not submit vignettes for the upcoming Slammiversary event, and she did not get in contact with her people over at Impact, TNA Impact. Her contract was supposed to be extended in or extended after July, but she lives in Mexico, okay, and she was not trying to, I guess, go back and forth from Mexico to Florida. She says she does not feel comfortable leaving Mexico at this point in time. And so she didn't want to do anything and give the false hope of her showing up at Slammiversary. So they fired her. She's in line to talk to either AAA or WWE. AEW is not trying to bring her in, even though her father, the legend Tully Blanchard, is working there now. 
So she might go to WWE, but I don't know why any of these big names would want her there after all the shit she See, went this, through. This is why I don't believe she was fired. Because most time when you're fired, there is no non-compete. Uh, no. Fightful reports that there is no non-compete clause for Tessa Blanchard's co- contract. That, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I think it just ran out. So they she could. Her to, they want her to do the vignette, the vignettes because they haven't, they haven't started taping anything yet. They, they've just, they're just shut down right now. So she could actually show up at COVID. WWE if she wanted to. I believe so. Yes. But why would you, if you're WWE or AAA, actually bring her in, knowing what she's going to bring to the, the knowing same, what's going to happen? The same reason why they bring in all the other racist people that work for. But you know the backlash is going to happen when she shows up. So what's the purpose of bringing her in if you're just going to release her two weeks later? What does backlash happen? give you people will watch because of it wrestling fans are idiots they will watch promotions just to see a person that they don't like get their comeuppance well i think and and now we could talk about the ratings because i feel like the main reason why nxt really won over like like really got the 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 ratings that they did was because everybody was going to tune in to watch to see what was going to happen. The problem is, is that didn't translate over to AEW. Once again, AEW put together the better product in my well, eyes. That, that should have translated more to AEW than WWE. Well, here's the thing. AEW actually, or WWE actually been talking about it. AEW hasn't been talking about it yet. The only thing they talked about was Sammy. That's it. They haven't talked about anything else. They haven't addressed anything else. WWE has actually been saying it, and and the people involved with NXT have been speaking out a lot. And I think that means something, because they actually stepped up for action. I don't know why Matt Rydell is still on TV. Nigga, his name is Riddle. I'm going to call him Rydell. <laughs> this ain't Grease, his name is Riddle. <laughs> Rydell. Okay? I don't know why he's on TV. I don't know why... Well, you... They got Leguero out. They got Old Boy out. Um, they just wiped him from existence. Who? Uh, Devlin? No. Nah. Jordan Devlin? The uh, the Englishman. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but I know what you're talking about. Maybe. Maybe something came up and they did an investigation and they found out that it was BS. I don't know. If it was me, I would have kept him off the TV for a minute. I would assume not that it was BS. That they realized that it was going to be he said, she said. You don't go anywhere from there. That's a better way of saying it. It's okay. Because they don't they don't give a shit really whether you did it or not. They don't care. They care on whether it can be brought, if, if, it, if, if they think they're going to lose you for a period of time because of a prosecution, then you're out of here. But... When there's a he said she said, they can sweep that on the rug. And be like, well, what what are we gonna do? Well, that's not entirely true. And I only saw the I only saw like one or I didn't see a whole lot more about Riddle. There were a few more floating around, but I didn't want to just read them because I was like, all right, that's is what it is. The main one that I saw was the one with him in the car with old girl. Yeah, because even with Velveteen, after all that shit came out, Velveteen still was main event. So I don't I I mean his his shit is just that shit is wild. I don't even know how he's still on the roster. Either. Not not saying that we don't believe any of these victims. We do. I'm speaking in the eyes of WWE. The ratings they 
make sure I get the right numbers here because that was a quick turn. And it was a blowout. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen two weeks in a row. I don't. I wouldn't think so either. I think a, I think AEW might win this week over again. But you know who's going to fuck AEW over? If, if that nigga John Moxley got COVID. <laughs> this week, AEW Dynamite, or this past week, they got six hundred thousand or six hundred thirty-three thousand viewers. NXT got seven hundred eighty-three thousand or eighty-six. Oh yeah, that, they smacked the shadow. But I don't, I don't see that happening two weeks in a row. I don't see. I, I, I literally think it was just people that went over to NXT to see how they were going to address it. Although they did uh, uh, announce that match. Ah, they announced that um, that match next or this upcoming Wednesday with um, Keith Lee and and Adam Cole and and whatnot. And they're yeah. trying to make that the main event against Fighter Fest. That's not this week. That's next week. I thought that was this Wednesday. No, that's next Wednesday. So they're going to try to go up against week two of Fighter Fest. They're doing the Great American Bash for two weeks. Great American Bash was Dusty's thing, right? Great American Bash. Halloween Havoc. There's a few others that he created that WWE went and got the trademarks to. Well, they got the trademarks when they bought WCW. They 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 went and got them back. They, they all, went and got more. They, they didn't have Halloween Havoc. They're not doing Halloween Havoc. So. But they, they, went, <laughs> they but they went and they got the trademarks to them. But I'm saying they had they they had Great American Bash already. Here's where I'm going with this. Great American Bash War Games. Uh, there's about two other ones that they use that Dusty created. Does his family get any royalty checks off of that? No. Why should they? Because that's his into that's like I already know how WWE is. So should with, they get should they get royalty with for trademarking people tag teams for them? Trademark trademarking people's names, right? Which is I. If I was a wrestler, I don't know why I would want to go to WWE other than I really want to be very famous. But that's a toss-up. Should they give the money for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic? That's what I'm saying. No, you, for what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. And who says they're not? I'm about to get to that point in a second, too. They own your name. Mm-hmm. They own your likeness. Or at least during your tenure while if, you're there. If you don't own it while you're, before you get there. So, if you leave after the non-compete, if you if they decide to release you, if they decide, you know what, we're going to end this contract and go, you get royalty checks off of them using your likeness, off of them using the networking things. Because Dean Ambrose talked about how he wanted to leave, but he didn't want to just up and leave because that would be a royalty check that he would not yeah. be able to get. Yeah. So, you get your royalty checks off the name that they gave you, right? Why don't they give Dusty these or his family, meaning his his widow, a check. Why don't they cut her a check? Well, there's nobody saying that she they, that she, she doesn't. Who said that she doesn't? Because Cody said that him and his Dustin. sister don't get anything. Dustin and Cody, they because somebody said why don't they cut Dusty's widow a check and da da da, and he goes, well they don't, but we don't need it. But I don't think I don't think they should have to. I feel like if you're going to use if you came up with the Great American Bash for WCW. But here, here's the thing, though. If I had a contract with a company where they were going to cut me a check 
and then a bigger entity comes in and buys that company. Does that now nullify the contract that we signed where you were supposed to pay me every time you use this, that, and the third? If the contract was with the company, yeah. So if WCW was cutting him a check, then why can't WWE do the same thing? Because they're cutting him a check to own the property, right? I don't know what the actual like ownership that's what, deal is. That's what I'm assuming. Because if if I get if I say here, I'm gonna draw you this picture. You could use this picture. You could pay me to use this picture. But if there's nowhere in the contract that says if you're bought out, the company that buys you has to pay me too. Because remember, those niggas ran out of money. Well, and it, I don't even believe that Dusty was getting paid from WCW anyway. I believe he was getting paid. He, he was doing too much not to get paid. I believe he was getting paid as an active member of their roster. Uh, no, I think he was getting paid because he was a booker before then. I, I just think he was getting See, paid more than what you Now, I think it's easy for Dusty to have overlooked those things because he was getting paid from all this other stuff. I, I, don't, think Dusty, I don't think Dusty was getting paid from for war games and Great American Bash and Halloween Havoc. I don't think that was happening. These niggas didn't have money. They were too busy paying the fucking NWO. Well, that's when Kevin so, and them took over the booking and things so, of that nature. So you can't tell me from the, that point on that they had money to expend to fucking Dusty Rhodes to use Great American Bash. No, it wasn't happening. So no, there's no reason why here in 2020, anybody in the Rhodes family should be getting a dime from Great American Bash because it hasn't happened. I, I will bet it hasn't happened in the last 20 years. Once again, I don't know the the ins and outs of their royalty checks and actually how they get paid. I am. I want to bet. I want to bet there has not been a payment in, in lieu I, of I'm Great really, American Bash. I'm really shocked that Matt Hardy can still use his name outside of WWE after he went back. Well, he owns that. Wait, does he own his name? I, or think, does that, he, I think that's his name. Because they have the trademark to the Hardy Boys name. Because technically. Yeah, they can't be the Hardy Boys. But you know, they, look, they own every little thing. They own your name. Because look, look. And they'll change what's the dude, it. What's to do? Uh, Bobby Roode. He owns that name. Because I think now he's just Bobby or he's just. Well, he was Bobby Roode and then they turned him to Robert Roode. But he's been Bobby He was Bobby Roode in, w, in NXT and WWE. Yes. Ricochet owns that name. Like I said, I don't know how these. These are independent go. stars that come up and they work. They're owning their names now. WWE Adam Cole is, is gonna is gonna make you sign over like fifty percent so they can get the trademark and everything to put on like merchandise and such. You're not just walking around there with your name. See, but I don't. But these dudes that came up at NXT, like the Revival, no, WWE gave them that name. Yeah. So no, you don't own that. But I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure certain guys had, they had to sign over a deal where it's like, all that, right, we get fifty percent. It depends on how good they are. Adam Cole oh, no, has absolutely. been Adam Cole everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm not saying some random guy just walks in and he be he's he been gets doing, to keep his name. He's been no. doing that Adam Cole baby shit since Ring of Honor. Yeah, you you can't just I mean, you have to be a a, a bigger And they name. were not. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, nigga, we made you. Yeah. Yeah, like AJ That's Styles, ours. he's had he, he's yes. been AJ Styles since Yes. Yeah. So no, that 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 is completely but I I'm I'm pretty but sure no. they have to sign over Dean, like fifty yeah, percent. Dean, Dean Ambrose, you're lucky you're getting royalties your shit. We gave you that. <laughs> that's ours. Well, they couldn't use John Moxley's name because that's the name of old boy from uh, what's the name of that movie? Uh, the Replacements. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't watch the Replacements. So, but I can I can understand why they gave him another name in that situation. But no, I don't. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, the, that, that, the Rose family. That's a company that owns everything, and they own everything about you. But from what from what I hear about the Rose family, they haven't been good money wise for a long time. So that's how I know they ain't been getting money from nobody. I'm pretty sure they were fine. I'm pretty sure Dusty was fine. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Vince. I mean, it, there's no way he was working for NXT and shit, and he wasn't getting paid. I think he was fine later on. Oh, you talking about when he was in like TNA and shit? Well, I'm I'm talking about from before. I was thinking for a long time that they weren't as fine as they made themselves out to be. No, 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 no. They, they were good. No, there's no way. There's no way does. There's if Dusty Rhodes had fallen on true hard times, there's no way Vince wouldn't have let that go. Why wouldn't he? Because the only time you could really think of Dusty being in hard times was either in WCW or Impact, and that's those are rivals. They. I, I, Honestly, I, I don't know if Dusty was in the best of times with WWE. You mean the polka dot era? I'm talking about, I'm talking when he got NXT, he, he, of course he got paid. No, I think when he, he got, got NXT, everything was fine. By yes. But I don't think, I don't think wrestling has given Dusty Rhodes his due monetarily. I think, and I say wrestling well, because it's a whole bunch of promotions. That probably owed Dust the Rose family some money. No, I'm pretty sure in the or, uh, Mid-Atlantic and WCW did right by him because he made them so much money. It's There's no way. See, but um, at what point did WCW stop doing right by him? Because at some point, they stopped doing right by everybody except for the NWO. Well, I would say the mid to late 90s is probably when they stopped and they started focusing just on the NWO. So that, that would be it. That's a long time. But, but <laughs> you know but what I'm saying? I, I could see earlier on when he was in WWE with the polka dots and everything, events trying to make him. Yeah, they probably he probably took, took care of him back then, but that's a long. No, no, no. I don't think he took care of him then. I think he started taking care of him later on. Oh, we got to do something else. What's up? What else is out there? Just then, the Pats God. signed Cam Newton. You got that exactly him, the same moment I got that. Uh, signed him to a one year deal. I guess they don't trust old boy from Auburn. They got two Auburn quarterbacks. Would you trust Jared Stidham? Yeah. To do what? I seen him play in college. I am an Auburn fan. I actually believe. Man, I saw Matt Leonard play in college too. No, 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 no. This is different. I actually believe Jared Stidham could play in the NFL. Would you? Would you? Take, I believe they should have played him last year. So tell me right now, you take Jared Stidham over Cam? You know? Tell me right now. Say it right now. I want to hear. It. No, not over Cam. No. Then he started. Not, no, but Cam, you, that's a whole different. It's really not. Jared Stidham could play in the NFL. He could definitely start for any team, okay? He could have easily did well with that New England team last year. You want to know why they didn't let him play? Because it's Tom Brady. He would not have done with that team last year. You know why? Because they didn't have any fucking receivers. I don't that's why Tom Brady was no, looking no, suspect no, no, last year. Let me year. tell you something. I don't think the receivers were the problem. Oh, you thought Tom Brady was a problem? Yes. I think Tom Brady was the complete problem with that. No, nah, I don't think so, dog. Did you see the way he was moving last year? Did you see the AFC Championship game? Did you see the AFC Wildcard game? Did you see the way he was moving in that game? He was slinging that shit. Pause. All right. Uh, Cam Newton's with the Pats. Um, baseball is finally back. 60-game season. When Let me start? be the first to say real quick, and I love sports, there should not be any sports played this year. The more I think about it, the more I think basketball is really trying to get their money back. That's it. They're about to play They're in Florida. Really, these players now, because it just came out that 16 players have contracted 
Rudy um, Gobert COVID-19. says he still can't taste and smell things. Um, still. Nikolai Jokic, um, isn't he the guy from Denver? Yeah. He's he's that number he's I think he's their number one guy yeah, in Denver. Yes. He he's got it. He's Mr. Triple Double in Denver. He, he's, he's putting up triple it. doubles like Russell Westbrook was. Well he's not any, not right now. No, well, nobody is right now. <laughs> and he won't I don't think he'll be able to in time. No, probably not. They should have let this season no, end. They should have just ended the shit. They should have did like now they're, about to, now they're about to be in a bubble in Florida. That's the worst place I want to be in a bubble in. Yeah, and there's more and like more people are now are like dropping out. I saw a few players from the Nets. I know what you're going to say. Well, it's the Nets, but this is big. Wait for that first big piece to drop from a playoff team. All it takes is one of these big names to contract the actual virus, and it's a wrap. Yeah. Let LeBron James get it's over Corona. Oh, the season's done. Let Giannis get it. Let fuck around. Let Zion get it. Let James Harden get it. Let one of these big names get it and see how fast this season ends. It's over, and it should be over. There should not be any sports this year, for the rest of the year. I'm sorry, and none of the sports, none of the 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 bodies, are coming up with good enough plans. Hockey's a mess. Baseball. I don't even know what baseball's plan is. They said they were going to do sixty games, but I don't. know I know when sixty going to start. games and extended playoffs. Yeah. But I don't know Where? when they're going to start. Yeah. See, that's the problem. You're trying to get everybody to start playing sports so that you can get some normalcy. Nothing about this is normal. Nothing. Stop. Stop. Sit down somewhere. These numbers are. They just shut Texas back down. They're shutting Florida back down. Stop. Sit down somewhere for two months. Stay home. There's no reason why anybody should be. I'm, and I love sports as much as anybody. I love basketball. I watch baseball. Love football. There should not be a football season. There should definitely not be a football season. How are you going to socially distance and how are you going to socially distance in sports in general? And then how are you going to do it in football? Dog, NBA is talking about, oh, we're going to we're going to test all the people. OK, cool. What if they get it? What if they been <laughs> asymptomatic this entire time? And yes. The only way you could test for it is. Come on, man. What like, if? What if one of these Disney employees got it? Like, yeah, just shut this shit down. Florida's a cesspool of COVID right now. A cesspool. And you're going to be in Orlando. Like, it, n- none of this makes sense. No, nah, it's not worth it. Just go it's not worth and it. shut everything down, See, man. See, me before, I thought Kyrie was salt in, the, salt in the shit. No, he's right. It's not worth it. None of this is worth it. And then when Players you see- are still getting it today. Why the fuck are we? It's not worth it. Call it off. They want normalcy. There's not going to be normalcy. Just because I see LeBron James catching oops on my TV doesn't mean it's going to be normal. Yeah, we we, we really out. I mean, and sixty games for baseball, stupid. And if we if we want to take it all the way back, I don't think we should have wrestling right now with all. We shouldn't. The, we shouldn't. With all WWE employees people. just tested positive. Renee Renee Young has it, and she possibly gave it to her husband, who is John Moxley. Dog, there shouldn't be any. Shut everything down. But we have a fucking president that doesn't have a pair of balls, so he won't just tell everybody to shut shit down. He wants to act like this shit's all sweet. No, it's not sweet, dog. Shut it down. And if you saw the numbers from that Tulsa rally a few weeks ago that went up when they had people taking down the social distancing signs and things. And that rally was still a fucking fluke because this motherfucker barely had a Kinsville graduation in it. Shout out to the Chiefs. Let's see. Let's, let's move on. I want to touch on Bomani Jones versus Will Kane. If you don't know who these individuals are, these are two 
I don't know if Will Kane is a writer. I know Bomani Jones is a writer. He's a journalist. He's been doing his thing for about 20 years now, I want to say. He's a brother. He has quick wit. He's really good at breaking things down to where a second grader can understand what's going on. Yeah. He went on the Will Kane show. Will Kane is ESPN's favorite Trump supporter. Well, he's not there anymore. The clips I'm about to play were from his last episode uh, at ESPN. And he is more leaning towards the right. But leaning is like a nicer term. But they had a, a good conversation about everything that's going on in not just NASCAR, but just in the world today in general because of the Bubba Wallace situation where people, I'm going to say this now. I don't know if y'all know what the noose looks like. That was a fucking noose. Yeah. That was not a and, garage string pull down. Wait, and the fact that it was there since last NASCAR season is the problem. And a, and a garage pull-down string is not off to the side. It's usually in the middle. And people also forget that Bubba Wallace was not a full-time NASCAR driver last year. People are dumbasses again on Bubba Wallace. Trying that was to call probably the Jesse. first time Bubba Wallace was in the Talladega garage. But but people were getting on him, calling him the next Jesse Smollett and stuff. He wasn't the one that reported it. It was NASCAR. He didn't even get there in time to see it. Oh, yeah. That was a damn noose. That was absolutely news. Will Kane and Bomani had a conversation on Will Kane's show. And Bomani shredded Will Kane on just everything that he was saying. I got a few clips here. Hold just a second. But I watched on first take, and you made the point that the ultimate resolution of the situation with Wallace would have a – it would be an impediment to race, to race relations. Did I get that right? That's right. Okay, I'm just curious. Like, what do you think is the biggest impediment to race relations in America? Racism. I think the biggest impediment to race relations, you're racism. probably not going to like my answer. For some reason, it falls hollow on so many ears and hearts. Probably not racism. Is that human beings, I think we've had this conversation before, Bomani, have trouble seeing each other as individuals, seeing each other for who we are as human beings. I mean, man to man, woman to woman, man to woman, not as members of any given group, political cause, race, gender, sexuality, whatever it may be. That's it's a difficult answer. thing for human beings. People accomplish it at different levels. We are inherently tribal, and our job is to overcome those tribes and see each other as individuals. I believe when we do this, it will make it harder for people to look inward, inward and see, do I fail? Am I failing in my ability to look at others as individuals? Instead, it will continuously be this external-focused thing. Is that racist? Is this racist? Is that improvement? Is this not improvement? And it will undercut not just anybody's external indictments. It will also undercut anybody's willingness to look yeah, inward. use those big words. All right, so let's try this. If I would ask you in 1865, what is the greatest impediment to race relations in America, what would you have said? Would you have said the whole thing about tribalism and everything else? No, nope. it would have been with, well, yes, at a deeper no. philosophical level, but the more immediate, the more immediate biggest impediment at that point would have been the institution of slavery. Right. But the big, but the issue is really the impediment to racism is white people not treating black people as being of equal levels of humanity. Like that's the answer 
for all of the time. Like, the reason I wanted to call in, it's very important to note this, especially considering the power dynamics. Me viewing you, for example, through the lens of just being an, a, a part of a group and not an individual doesn't have any negative effect on your life. You viewing others the other way actually does have a negative effect in their lives. Like, it's not the same thing. We can't do the both sides and human beings are just like this because there's been a level of subjugation of people in this country that is uncommon and is not something that we can look at all across the world and thereby ascribe all this necessarily to tribalism. The problem I have is when you say that that what happened with Bubba Wallace is going to be an impediment to race relations. Nah, man, those people rolling on Speedway Boulevard before that race with those flags flying, those are an impediment to race relations. The person that had a flag, had a thing that said defund NASCAR on Sunday over the track, that's the impediment to race relations. I found myself actually, when the thing happened with the garage, not even really so much talking about that because the other things that were going on, those are far bigger impediments than if anybody is to look at that situation. And I disagree with you about NASCAR. NASCAR did exactly what they should have done. If I were to walk up to your house and some, if the cops saw somebody kicked in your back door, the cops are going to come in, and if they see your house has been tossed around, they're going to think that you got robbed. If they ultimately look around and find out that nobody took any of your stuff, then they're going to say, okay, you didn't get robbed, but nobody's going to tell you if you walk into your house and it's all torn up that you didn't get robbed. Nobody's no, going to do that. And in this no. case, it's the same exact thing. If you're, a black, if, if you're a black driver and somebody saw something that appeared to be a noose, right, you got to call the FBI immediately because if you don't call it, and I'm Bubba Wallace, we got a big old problem if somebody thought there was a noose and you guys didn't look at look into it fully. I applaud NASCAR for actually going and checking it out. They investigated it. The next day, nothing was the case, apparently, from what they have said. No person was accused. No person was castigated for it. And then you keep on going. But you can't tell people not to overreact when you see what you think is a noose and then justify people overreacting on the back end to the idea that it did not go the way it appeared to have. If all that NASCAR did was call for an investigation and call the FBI, I think you would be right. But that is not all that NASCAR did. NASCAR put out an affirmative statement saying that a heinous hate crime had taken place. That Double broke the down. news cycle. Every headline and every conversation from that point forward was based on the assumption that an affirmative act had taken place. If the cops walked into your house and noticed some stuff missing, they do not say automatically that you have been robbed and then go look for the culprit. They first say this. Some stuff is missing. Well, well, was there a robbery? Up, NASCAR didn't offer us the ability to well, have that conversation. Up. allowed everybody to move forward with the idea that there had already been a robbery. That's NASCAR's mistake. It yeah, took, but, but it took the FBI, to it took the FBI be, you know, in their investigation be, to undo that. Yeah, but be fair to NASCAR on this one. Like, really, you have to. This was not an implausible conclusion if somebody reached it. The odds of this not being what they thought it was based on what they apparently had before them seem to be fairly low, right? If they got that wrong, okay, they got that wrong. But I feel like in the way that you are approaching this, you are giving cover to the people who then see this. And I know you don't believe that this was a hoax because it's not, right? But you give cover to the whole, hey, this is a hoax, people. And, you know, every time there's, you know, like if there's so much racism, why do people have to make it up and so forth and so on? You delegitimize what is actually going on in so many people's lives, what we see everywhere and what we saw before the race. So, like, if we got a real problem with something, NASCAR allowing that flag to be what it was for so long is a much bigger problem than them mishandling this. I don't get the feeling that you was charged up about that, and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, I feel 
very passionately about this fact. I they am don't. not the one undercutting the idea yes, of people's are. ability to accept that racism takes place or individual instances. False claims like this undercut that. That no. is what empowers those no. who think that things are hoaxes. No. This is what – do you think they're more or less empowered today, Bo? Let me tell you what empowers those people. Racism is what empowers those people. The idea. Dog. There's All like right, a so. whole like 20 minutes of them going back and forth. But Bomani chewed them up, spit them out, and. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. So I've seen Will Kane on first take. Okay. Will Kane struggles with keeping out the fact that Will Kane really doesn't fuck with black people. Because it's hard for him to do that when you're talking about shit that involves majority of black people. Well, he wanted more. I saw that he's going to um, he's going to Fox News. Yeah, of course he is. So Will Kane can literally be on first. And he can see Will Kane can see a white quarterback do something. Will Kane can see a black person, a black quarterback do the exact same thing. And I promise you, ninety nine point nine 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 four percent of the time. Will Kane's only going to have a problem with the black quarterback. Will Kane will be the first one to tell you that Nathan Peterson deserved to start a job at Buffalo. Y'all remember him, right? He threw like 15 fucking interceptions in one game. The Peter Man. I miss After him. they benched Tyrod Taylor for him to play. And, of, of, of course, because he was asked, he, he, they lost the game. Will Kane is going to Fox Sports 1. I'm sure he is. Because they got rid of Jason Whitlock, so they had a racist person spot ready in the fucking parking lot. Will Kane is the epitome of the white sports fan that told told everybody that they shouldn't be kneeling when Cap did it. Shut up and dribble. I don't want politics when it comes to my sports. They should just be quiet and do do what they do. That's Will Kane. He has Will, Will Kane's platform is your fucking for white people, your fucking relative that you don't want to speak to because they're saying wild shit at the family gathering when you bring your black friend that's Will Kane. Will Kane is the, that that family friend that you're like, oh man, I don't really fuck with him too much. I, I don't know why my parents keep having him over. You know why? Because your parents think the same way. That's Will Kane. We already know why ESPN gave him that kind of a platform. It was to get over the backlash of Jamel Hill and Michael Smith when he was on or when they were on Sports Center, and they basically they, they raised that. too much of a fucking ruckus. Well, they not only raised too much of a fucking ruckus, they actually made it fun to watch. Yes. His and hers was an amazing show, as was High Noon. Because SportsCenter was kind of boring without Scott Van Pelt. Or yeah. Without Scott Van Pelt, it was like, yes. I don't know why I'm watching this. Without Scott Van Pelt, Stuart Scott had died. There was a whole lot of emptiness in SportsCenter. Dan Patrick isn't even over there anymore. Nope. Like, all the people that made SportsCenter They're entertaining gone. They're gone. is gone. And so you bring in Jamel Hill and Michael Smith, who did his and hers, which was a really great podcast, was really fun. It's it's it was actually like they I used to only, love watching it on TV. They can only stretch Michael Wilborn and Tony Kornheiser so so far, and they they, <laughs> they, they and they're trying that. They stretch they'll stretch Michael Wilborn as far as they, they can, and Stuart, uh, Stephen A. But Stephen A. will be on every fucking sports show throughout the day, and then late night after the NBA game was going off late, he's right there in the stadium. So Will Kane um, was on there in that time slot. It was Rosillo and Cannell. And that show was fucking boring. But before then, it was Scott Van Pelt. He had his own radio show in that block. 
So it was a very entertaining time. Then they split the block up to give Stephen A. Smith like two hours of a radio show, which that was highly entertaining. But I guess he just, they got him doing like 80 different things over there at ESPN anyways. And I don't think he wanted to do two hours of radio. I understand. You bring in Will Kane because you're trying to balance out because you had all this from the right side of the aisle, all this negative backlash. Why are all these politics in my sports? Why are they always bringing up race? You have two black people talking about how proud they are to be black, but they're always bringing up race. You get rid of Jamel Hill. You keep Michael Smith. He doesn't want to be there anymore because you got rid of his homegirl. Okay. So now Will Kane gets the job. He gets the job so he can balance it out. You have Dan Levitard right in front of him to do his thing where a lot of people hate that, that radio show. I love it. I love Dan Levitard's radio show. I love Dan Levitard. Love him. Because he, he, he doesn't take this shit serious. He just talks shit. He makes fun of like sports radio. He makes fun of like the hot takes now. He does all of that stuff, and he'll let you know when you've done some dumb shit. He will call you out on it. Love him. But then you have Will Kane coming up right behind that. And Will Kane is completely different. He is a less talk numbers. Okay. Tom Brady's greatest quarterback alive. All right. Alabama's the greatest football program alive. All of these things. It's very. He has a very suburban whitewashing tone to yeah. his voice. It's just the way he talks about certain things and the fact that he doesn't bring up certain things, especially race related, unless it is, hey guys, we're all human. Like he is the living embodiment of all lives matter in sports. But uh, there's more to that. Uh, if you want to listen to it, you can find it on some other podcast. I'm not going to big up his podcast. This is my shit. No, fuck Will Kane. Keeping up with sports writers, there is a guy who was equally as boring uh, during his time over there at ESPN by the name of Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, I did not like him when he was on ESPN. They had him during the finals a few years back, and I just thought he was the most boring. He just he just came off as like he didn't want to even be there, right? So Bill Simmons owns. I got a list of these. So I'm about to tell you I'll have a list in a second. It was uh, The Ringer. But he had, with ESPN, Grantland. He, had, he had made Grantland. And that was really when, he, I think that was right before he left. Because he just didn't feel like being in ESPN anymore. Cool. No, no, that's not why he ended up. Well, I, I don't know exactly why. I didn't really follow he him. He left because he refused to take any criticism or any edits from anybody that was his boss at ESPN. I can understand that. I can understand that. I can understand you're used to doing your, cause I think he was doing his own thing for years before he went to ESPN Maybe. and then they like brought him in and I, I can understand yeah. why that happens. He basically left and created the ringer and he had podcast and this, that, and the third. And so they found out that there's like a lack of diversity over there at the ringer. Shocker. Which is a real big shocker for White guy from Boston. But Bill Simmons is Mark Wahlberg speaking sports. With less enthusiasm. And less muscles. And more confusion. Less good looks. 
but he will employ all of his family. I'm about to get to that. Bill Simmons didn't get the ringer from somebody else. He built this from the ground up. He handpicked everybody involved. He handpicked his editors. He handpicked the people who does his podcast. So when he was called out about the diversity, hey man, how come you don't have you know, more black people? How come you don't have more Asian people? How come you don't have more women? How come it's mostly white dudes here? What's going on with that? He goes, this isn't open mic night. I get that. I understand that. Only way that would have been worse if he said open night and I get the Apollo. But but here's the problem with that statement. He has family members that have their own podcast on the ringer that talk about TNT movie reruns. That's it. The, the only good thing about the ringer is Shea Serrano. That's it. That's it. That's it. And he's Mexican. That's it. One. That's the only redeeming quality of the ringer. Because I know who Shea Serrano is. And he's one of my favorite sports people. Movie people. Just, if you ever heard of him, look him up. He's amazing. He's hilarious. But that's it. This is what he said. I wish it had been a bigger priority for us to really make a bigger commitment to diversity than we did. No, you don't. I think in the moment we're looking at stuff, you pursue certain people. It doesn't work out. You feel like you're trying. And I think the moment that the country is having in general these last four weeks is if you feel like you're trying, that's actually not good enough. We're going to do better. This is the type of attitude that made me lose my dream in radio. This is the main reason why I love having a platform like this where I can create my own. I mean, it's just me and you right now, D. I mean, we, we ain't got no staff or nothing. But I'm pretty sure when, I'll speak into existence, when we ever achieve that, I'm pretty sure you're not going to have to worry about a diversity issue here. This isn't a guy who just happened upon a whole bunch of white guys and was like, all right, this is the ringer. This is a guy who just went with his comfort level. And it shows. Because the ringer is absolutely horrible. Yes. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. And you would think somebody who goes on all of he went on a whole bunch of black platforms to promote the ringer when he was first like getting that thing off the ground. He was on the Breakfast Club. He was on Jesus and Miro. He was, and probably couldn't stand any moment of it. And he was up there looking miserable, but he had to do it to promote. It's just one of those deals where it's like you created this from the ground up. You should have seen this well in advance. There's no way you went in there with blinders and just got a whole bunch of white people and was like, all right, we're good. Just like Vogue. Oh, man. Anna Wintour. Bitch. Like, Vogue, she had to bring out a whole statement before she retires. And it's like, how do you only, how do you steal from black creators and then whitewash it? It was all good with her because she was cool with Kanye. I just feel like a lot of these big, big time companies, hell, a lot of smaller companies, a lot of smaller businesses, they really got to look at things. Well, now they, they're forced to look at things differently because now people are literally asking to see what that boardroom looks like. You know, now if you're 
predominantly or not predominantly white, but if you have mostly white people in your boardroom, we're going to find out, especially if you're selling products to a black community or any other ethnic community, you're getting called out on it. But that was just something that really touched me in a different way. I, I it, it was one of those where I really got mad. I started getting mad again. Yeah. Because that's the main reason why I left radios. Because I was like, there's no, there's nowhere for me to go here. Um, I did though get a job offer up in DC. I just didn't take it because I was like, well, if it's bad here, how was it like in a bigger market? Yeah, I feel you. So. Um, which I mean, you would think it'd be better, but that's another day, another conversation. I'm just glad that we're doing this. I'm glad that it's me and you. It's something we can control. I've seen other, especially from here, other platforms where they've had black voices and they could not say nearly as much as we said in the last five weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, all of last week will be shut shut down. Yeah, no, they there there's no way. I, I think we wouldn't have made it after episode one. I think we would have had to edit out all of the Black Lives Matter stuff just because. And I ain't fucking doing it. I wasn't gonna do it no way. Sorry. So that's that on that. Chris Delia has already been exposed. Who? You you never heard of Chris Delia? Oh, Chris Delia, okay. I thought, oh, said, I, I thought, I said, thought it was D'Elia. I never said his name. I thought you said Kirstie Alley, and I was about to cry into this mic. Not Jenny Craig. Not not look who's talking. Yeah. I, I would have cried. No bullshit. I would have cried. I, I, fuck with, I fuck with her. I love her. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't know. Nah, there's no punchline to this. I fucking love Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. But, uh, I would have met her Kirstie Coleman a long time ago, if, you know, that fucking... But fucking order protection. All of his stuff has has been exposed of him like DMing teenagers and things. And then there's this guy from YouTube. I've never heard of him before, but he's a big deal, I guess, to young teenage white boys. His name is Shane Dawson. Yeah, I didn't know who that was either, and I saw a video of him sucking off his dog or uh, cat. One of those two. I saw. I didn't see. A video, I just saw a picture, and I was like, oh yeah, y'all could keep him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Well, um, he picked a fight with the royal family of black people. Yes, he picked a fight with the most powerful black family outside of the Obamas that America's ever produced. And that is the Smith family. We're talking Will, Jada, Willow, Jaden. And the boy that he had in the first no, no, marriage. We don't count him. No, no, no. No, that he didn't have him. No, he's a DJ. No, 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 no. Sorry. That's no, like that's like P. Diddy's oldest son. He's got a picture in his eye. No, that's like Diddy's oldest son. We don't count him either. You talking it, about you talking about Jay Z's daughter? No, I said I, you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> what? You What'd would not talk about Sean Corey Cole like that. So I'm sorry, Sean Co- Sean Corey Carter. God damn it. Why these black niggas got the same damn names? No, no. I said Sean Combs' oldest son. Uh-huh. If 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 Diddy's son, if Diddy's child didn't come out of Kim Porter, I don't acknowledge it. You see, he's still Albie's short son too. And 
Only kids Jay-Z got is with Beyonce. Don't fucking play with me. I will kill you. You're right. Speaking of, did you hear that reference last week? That sounds just like Jay-Z? Yeah. I thought he was more of a cross between Jay-Z and Pat Poose, but mm. it was enough. If you had turned the music down just a little bit and you didn't really pay attention and, like, look, you would have thought Jay-Z was rap. If you would have put him over a fucking Kanye beat, it would have been right on cue. <laughs> that flow, but that flow is definitely a Jay-Z Yeah, flow. no, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. But back to Shane Dawson's nasty ass. From what I saw all over the place, it was he was talking about doing something sexually with Willow what when she was younger. What did he say younger? about Willow sexually? I don't, I don't know what he said. I found a video of him apologizing for the blackface because he wore blackface in a few of his videos. Of course he did. He would say nigger in a few of his videos. He would make jokes about pedophilia. This, then he got backlash for saying he was inspired in all his videos from Jenna Marbles. I don't know. I don't know who Jenna Marbles is. When you name, I heard that you, she left YouTube on her own last week. Well, that's because they found her on some shit. But she's, from what I've understood, from all the people that I've read about Jenna Marbles, she has been very apologetic and been trying to get better. Oh, I found it. You found what he said, or the the dog? I found the video. So there's a picture of Willow. Um, it's her on radio, on a radio Disney poster. Okay. Right. This is back when she was doing, I whipped my hair back before. Yeah. And it's him standing to the side of it. And he's acting like he's jerking off to the picture of Willow when she was 11 years old. It's an actual video. Hold on. Is there any audio to this? Don't play it. Don't play it. Don't play it. Yeah. Don't play it. Yeah, I just found out why because I heard that he was I thought he was making jokes about it, but there's a video of this nasty fuck doing this. Hey man. I seen a tweet, somebody said they're gonna have a red table talk with his ass. It's just gonna be Will there with a Glock. And he that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's hear this sorry ass apology. Oh man, I'm playing all the apologies. No, I today. didn't want to hear this apology, dog. I just wanna no, hear a little no. bit. Let me let me just go ahead and play a few. If you've been watching me for a while, he then sound you know like a bitch. I have done a lot of things in my past that I hate, that I wish I could make go away. No, you don't. I Boy. try to make go away no, by uh, deleting videos or untagging my Instagram. Things That's not for that. Literally doing whatever I can mm-hmm. to pretend like those things didn't happen. Because Wrong. yes, I apologize. Y'all must for a be lot sharing them, the same show. I'm 31, almost 32. Those apologies suck. I don't this one does know too. who that person is anymore. Every apology video I've ever made has been uh, from fear. It's it's me sitting at home thinking the whole world hates me we and do. crying and hyperventilating and you then just turning on a webcam and just saying I'm sorry and then hoping people know I'm a good person and but then it'll not. go away. And that is stupid. That is something that a child does, not something that a 31-year-old uh, man does. That's not that's not good. Why does he sound right like Latoya Jackson? wanting uh, punishment for people and I agree and that's why I'm making this video that's it that's all okay so hold on one second so what year did whip my hair come out hold on because I have a phone right here I'll figure it out yeah it was like early in whip my hair 2010 2011 2010 yeah okay so Ten years ago. Yeah. So Willow's now twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So a twenty-one-year-old man, because he said it was thirty-one in the video minus ten, twenty-one, looked at a picture of an eleven-year-old 
and thought it would be cool to act like he was beating his meat to her picture. He's smiling in this video. Right. Looking yeah. dead at the camera. Yeah, no. Get him out of here. Yeah, I hope Will, Jazzy Jeff, Jaden, Kid Cuddy, any Tyler the Creator, Jada. I hope the ghost of Tupac comes back. And I hope they all send this motherfucker to God. I hope the ghost of Tupac grabs him like the ghost grabbed the dude at the end of Go- the movie Ghost. You remember that part? They yeah. dragged him down. To- yeah. I hope. I hope. I hope Tupac rises up like the movie Drag Me to Hell and takes this nigga to the abyss. Going back to us having this platform, I like to be very careful in what I say, even in the jokes. Because I don't know how they're going to turn out 10 years from now. Because we're in an era now where somebody can go back and dig and pull some shit up. And it's highly offensive and it's highly wrong. Now, we say shit, but we never say any of the, I want to rape you, or... I don't feel like a normal doing, person says that. Like, Yeah. We never go that route. So, I'm proud to have made sure that I brought people who were going to be on either show that we did. I made sure that we kept it, the jokes weren't punching down, if you know what I mean. This shit here is sick. It's sick. No, because he definitely did that. Went back and edited. Seen it still. And then put on YouTube and watched motherfuckers watch it. And thought it was cool. She was 11. I don't understand. Like, dog. She was 11. Like, there's nothing funny about that. Nothing. Now, if somebody bodied him, they'd be wrong, right? No, they'd be right on, right on key. Because that nigga's sick. But... Yeah, Jenna Marbles left platform. We've seen a whole bunch of voice actors now, white voice actors saying hey, they won't. Hey, listen. Nobody gave a fuck about none of that. <laughs> I actually believe that old boy who played um who you played thought Cleveland Cleveland was black, Brown. Didn't you? No, 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 no. I knew he was a white guy. Okay. You could tell you could tell that was a white guy playing a black person voice. But I thought it was funny. Dog, nobody fucking cared. But, I don't care yeah, about any I never, of them. Fucking black yeah. cartoon characters with white. I don't. Nobody cared. And now you're talking about. They're talking about. They took an episode of Golden Girls off of Hulu because they had a mud mask on, and Hulu called it blackface. We niggas knew it was a mud mask. Nobody cares about none of this shit. We asked y'all to defund the police. <laughs> we just asked to stop getting killed. Stop painting on the streets. We didn't ask for that. We asked to defund the police and stop killing us. Y'all was like, oh, paint some words on the street so niggas will stop bitching. No, nigga, we wanted something entirely different. Y'all giving us what y'all want to give us so we shut the fuck up. Hey, nigga, you can point Black Lives Matter on every fucking street in America. I'm not going to give a shit. Motherfucker, stop killing us. Hey, Apple Music, I I, I want to thank you for that playlist that you made for us a few weeks ago, but that doesn't that's not going to stop the police from killing us. If y'all niggas going to kill us on the same streets you write in Black Lives Matter, it's irrelevant. I don't give a fuck who voices Cleveland Brown. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Black, white, Spanish, Filipino, Chinese, Japanese from the seven seas. Don't give a fuck. Dog, stop killing us. <laughs> Say, we just want to stop dying. That's it. Save all that fake shit for somebody else. Stop painting on the street. 
I feel like this is literally white people, or at least them. They're doing this so that the white people they want to feel good. Like, could feel better. Like, I don't give a fuck them, about Aunt Jemima. They're making this. Alright, now. We, no, they, we're I didn't care about Aunt Jemima. I want them to stop killing us. I, if, if I gotta make a trade-off, <laughs> stop killing us. No, nah, man, she should have been, but she should have been, you know, uh, she should have been done back in like the 30s and 40s. But you're not going to give me that and be like, here, niggas, shut up. But you know what's crazy about that whole situation? I remember a few years ago, we talked to a friend. I'm not going to put her name out here on this. Oh, God. And we were talking about, I think the Jay-Z song Still Nigga came out. We were, me and you were talking about, you know, how the video was like real cool. And she had watched it. She goes, "What? what's all this about? And I said, that's a Sambo. She goes, what's the fuck? You know, what's a Sambo? And I said, it was like a character of a black person that was very offensive. And it was sort of like a cartoon version of blackface. And she goes, oh, wow. I'm glad we don't live in those times where we have that anymore. And I go, no, we still have them. We still have those characters. It's Aunt Jemima. She goes, what? And I go, yeah, Aunt Jemima is like a Sambo character. She was like a, yeah. a slave. Yeah. They just gave her Jericho now. She was a slave. Uncle Ben. That's but, another one. But here, here's what I'm saying. Cool. Get rid of Fucking Aunt Cream of Wheat has Raspis. Y'all should have been did that. Uncle Ben. Yeah, I said Uncle Ben. Okay. You should have been got rid of all that. Don't give it to me now. Listen, yeah, don't, don't give it to me now this. when we're burning don't. shit down and things. <laughs> I heard this somewhere. I forgot where I heard it last week. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what, don't do that. So now we're supposed to be happy because our fucking syrup don't got Sambo on it. Get the fuck out my face. Stop killing us. Please. But I, 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 I like I said, they should have did this like a while ago. The whole Aunt Jemima thing. They didn't need this kind of a protest to go, uh, you know, this is kind of racist. We're going to go ahead and get rid of the name now. Man, leave the fucking Golden Girls alone. <laughs> Go to girls you alone. see HBO Max brought back Gone with the Wind. They just put a disclaimer up there. No, nobody, nobody fucking cared, dog. Like, come on, man. Be smarter than that. I got somebody who made a little parody about <laughs> the whole Aunt Jemima thing. Hold on. His name is Brent. Have I just seen on Fox News that surprise, surprise, all these Democrats and soy boys got something else canceled and you know what i'm talking about aunt jemima that pisses me off (laughs) what on flat earth is going on first it was the broad from the lando lakes box she slowly (laughs) disappeared like she was in that picture from back to the future and now it's aunt jemima no butter no syrup i'm just supposed to choke down my dry ass pancakes with my hydroxychloroquine every morning? Mark my words, they're not gonna stop till they get all the food. That lady from Chiquita Bananas, Eskimo <laughs> Pies, even Uncle Ben knows with great racism comes great responsibility. <laughs> How's it racist in the first place? Just cause you take a stereotype from one race it demeans a whole group of people and just might remind them of a time when they were treated subhuman? I don't think so. 
Well, if we're out here just canceling stuff, as a fat white American, I want the Michelin Man gone. <laughs> Yo, this thing is I want the Pillsbury Doughboy gone. I don't want no more of my white culture to be appropriated. I don't want Mrs. Dash to be selling empty packets of seasoning. <laughs> I don't want Ritz to put a white guy on the box. And I damn sure don't want Smith & Wesson to have a white guy advertising AR-15s because that's a little too close to the truth. I'm just glad none of these sports teams have any racist mascots. Oh, my God. <laughs> now get off my property. His name was Brent Terhune. <laughs> That's his name. But look, man, these shits, he does uh, like a few videos like these where he acts like the, the mad racist in the car. Yeah. These shits are fire. But if you go in the comments, people don't understand that this is fucking satire. And they just go in on him. <laughs> He's like, look, if you're dumb enough to believe that I'm really like this, you're part of the problem. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Andre Mama had to get up out of here, man. Okay, cool. I, no, I understand that the timing is like, yo, this has been going yes. on for like a hundred and some odd Dog. years. Yeah, you should have canceled this back in like at if, least nigga, if they did this the in 60s. J, if they would have did this in J, I'd be like, oh, good job. Or do it as your fucking you're hanging, yeah. hanging niggas around the country talking about we killed ourselves. Ain't a black person in the in the fucking free world gonna kill themselves by hanging themselves with a goddamn noose. Well, you know they didn't use that you that noose on that garage door in Alabama neither. Not I've been there since November. They got white boys burning white girl in fucking Wisconsin. Speaking of uh, Wisconsin and Milwaukee, did you hear about that? That was um, some shit. That, that, that was the, the the four black the four white kids burning the black girl, right? No. So two little black girls went missing, and the mother found the GPS of her cell phone of, of one of the girls' cell phones, and went and found this house, and it was vacant. And so she's calling for help. She's calling the police. Police haven't shown up yet. Okay. Oh, just they burned the house down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the neighbors found out that this was like a sex trafficking like house or whatever. Oh, yeah. They got those motherfuckers out of there. And so they bust in the house. The cops still did not show up. She's been calling the cops, asking for help. Like, hey, my daughter might be in here. Like, could you please come and check this out? They still didn't show up. And so the neighbors took it upon themselves to go in there and get them girls out. And they did. Um, they found blood in a few rooms. They found like bloody pants in a few rooms. They found a few other things, but they ended up burning down the house and things to sort of, you know, end it. Like, get this fool up out of here. He don't need to be using this. Yeah. Well, they found another one. And so the people went and they called the cops. The cops finally showed up. They went to this other house. And so they roped off the front where everybody was. Well, a few people went around the back and saw the cops getting the girls out of the house and putting them in a van. But it was an unmarked van. It wasn't a yeah. like Milwaukee police van. It was just an unmarked van. And the cops were trying to get the people who were filming it back to the front. So it was like, okay, are you covering up the sex trafficking? What's going on here? Man, defund these motherfuckers. Ain't no reason why we got to do the same thing niggas did to Freddy Krueger to get justice. St. Like, Louis, Louis Mayor, 
was reading off names and addresses of protesters. Nelly, get your boy. The KKK tried to hold a rally in St. Louis. That didn't last long because counter-protesters showed up and whooped their ass on the spot. Love it. As they should. Love to see it. My favorite thing is seeing races get their shit knocked out. The Minneapolis Pride and Black Lives Matter protesters went to a police station in Minneapolis and they TP'd it with rainbow streamers. Got Love to see it. <sighs> Donald Trump... Um, retweeted a video of a white man yelling white power at one of his rallies down there in, I think it was Tampa. And he said, uh, the silent majority, not a lot of, and people have been calling him to take down the tweet. He still has not done it yet. Here's, hey, hey, Trump supporters, here's the funny shit that y'all really don't realize. He don't give a fuck about y'all either. I think that the president has dementia. I'm going to keep going now. Have you heard of a uh, 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 talented comedian by the name of Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, man, Borat. Ali G from the hood. So my good man, Sasha, right? Sasha. Went to uh, um, a get-together in Olympia, Washington. Okay? Right, right. Called March for Our Rights 3. Now, now, Man, that I sounds like a group of white people who watch the stupid Ooh, show. yes, yes, yes. It's a very... Alt right, it's an alt right militia event. Okay, so Sasha Baron Cohen is known for showing up to things like this in a character. He shows up and he's sort of mocking them right in front of them, but they are so off that they don't even get the joke is being played on them. They think he's legitimately a part of what's going on. So he showed up in costume. And I wish you could see it. He he bought a stage and security. He made a donation so he can have a stage and security set up so he can actually pull this off. And they didn't know it was him. And so he was decked out in overalls, fake facial hair. And he began singing a song talking about President Obama. Anthony Fauci, who's the doctor who's been doing all the updates for COVID and whatnot around world and calling covid wuhan flu he wanted the audience to join in and start singing the song called chop them up like the saudis do and the crowd actually started singing along with him he then got off the stage switched into another disguise and started interviewing people Asking him about his performance. But I, I thought that was just amazing how he could still pull this off. Spread fake news, they controlled by the you know who's George Soros. 
I love pissing off racist people. Anyways. Racist people are fucking stupid. <laughs> you, I've never once in my life met a smart racist person. But I, I love it. He called himself three percenters. I didn't even know what that was until this story. But now I know, because um, you'll see them around here with the little uh, sticker on their trucks. Yeah, I heard those three percenters fuck with the Black Lives Matter movement over here too. Where they have like the three, it's like the num, it's like the Roman numeral three, and there's like a bunch of stars around in it in a circle. Yeah, yeah, I heard him doing the Virginia, the Virginia seven five seven chapter of Black Lives Matter in cahoots with three percenters. Yep. You sure it was not the five percenters? Because that's a whole different thing. Nope. Okay. And if you don't know what a five percenter is, you listened to the wrong show. You should have been on what a five percenter is. Nah, not a five, not not, not the five percenters. Take two percent away. So I did the mathematics wrong on that. Yeah, your math was wrong, B. But that's all I got. I don't know uh, if you had anything else you wanted. To Man, I'm just here living, dog. I'm I'm just I'm glad you're still life, here with I'm this after vacation that you had. With Man, all I only say that stuff to mess with you. With the with the frozen sangria, you know, I ain't going nowhere. Hey, sangria slushies, y'all. Get familiar. Get familiar, bro. I had a bunch of those shits this week. Nice little couple of old little white ladies up in, uh, what's, what, what do they go? Oh, Massanet, Massanetta. Wow. Mash and tug it? Wow. Massanetta? Massan. Hold, please. You know, I was in the mountains. <laughs> you were in the Western Virginia mountains. Not West Virginia. Massanutten. Excuse me. Massanutten. Couple little cute little old white ladies on the, on the uh, Miranda on the grounds on the veranda held it down. I bought a couple cups from them too. They had the, the frozen slushies. Charlotte got some uh, some soaps. They smell pretty good. One of them smells like black men. I didn't want to say that in the fucking store, but it it does. And then Charlotte talked about this smells like it could be for you. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Smells like my grandfather. D, what does black men smell like? Amazingness. It's always good. What, are we like a lavender type of scent? Or we Man, it depends on the day because we switch it up. That's how versatile we are. You see the vibes. You know the vibes. Wow. Yeah, but you know I had to come back here. I got... I got packages coming this week, so. <laughs> That's the only reason why you came back home. Had to be here for that. Wow. My TV's here. All my sneakers are here. I only had two pair up there. Well, that's it for me. Hold on. Let me let me cue this back up because I want us to end on just goodness, okay? You want me to hit the K. Michelle? You want to hit the no, K. No, 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 no. We, we're good on K. Michelle, okay? Oh, all right. All right. You're good on K. Michelle.
That's it for us this week. I want to shout out our number two country, Japan. Keep holding us down. I, I wish I had the breakdown of which part of Japan actually fucks with us the most. I would love to hear. It. I would love to find that out. But um, a certain app, I won't say their name because they're not as awesome as Podomatic. Won't give me the breakdown. It just shows me the countries. Um, Well, well, guys, <laughs> I'm out of here. Go ahead and follow the show at This Ain't a Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Straight up. All the links to where you can listen to this show is on there. Link in the bio for the link tree. Except for the, uh, except for the Spotify one. We're still trying to get that right. But uh, you can follow me at Well Damn Spread on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow D at Exhibit underscore D E E. You know the vibes. On both Instagram and Twitter. We'll be here, what's that, July 6th? Talking about all the, well, I don't know. I pray nothing really big happens during 4th of July weekend. I really hope somebody doesn't Justin Tucker themselves over the weekend. <laughs> like Justin Tucker. You think this weekend is like really going to be like PTSD for him? Well, I think it's been like that because you know motherfuckers been setting fireworks off the last couple of weeks. So. Yeah, we got to find out why that's going on, by the way. Open your third eye, stupid. But we we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. We love you guys. Uh, thank you, Tokyo. Um, how do you say thank you Japan. in Japanese? No, oh, I'm just shouting out Tokyo because I, I I think that would be our biggest city. I don't know any other cities in Tokyo, Japan. Shut up, I don't know. But shout out to Japan. Thank you, Virginia Beach, for being number one again. I got some love for y'all next week, depending on if y'all stay number one. Yeah, y'all stand up any one, you know the vibes. You know what we're going to do. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Same pod time. Same pod place. It's channel. Why do you keep saying place? You're doing this on purpose. You're absolutely doing this on purpose. Same pod time. Same pod channel. Shut up, nigga. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs>